0: what's up
1: what's going on guys
0: nothing man this is a really cool opportunity for me to get to hang out and talk a little bit with my best friend and the love of my life i want to introduce (laughs) you to which is my wife april
2: (laughs) how
1: how many years now
2: (laughs) Uh, uh we'll be married 17 years in october and that makes us together 17 and a half
0: (laughs) yeah man from the time we met to the time we were married six months yeah like Uh, like like, hey how are you nice to meet you although i wish it was that smooth from that to i do six months that's
1: um I'm pretty close to that too.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. When you know, you know, right? I think so. My wife will be happy to hear so, that. Dude, that's when you know, you know. And so like, <laughs> this was just an opportunity to get to do something cool with April. And I wanted to talk to her a little bit about her and her life and life. And I don't know what all we're going to talk about, but it's just an opportunity for me to get to hang out uh, with her and hang out in your cool studio and just chat a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, sounds good. Happy to have you guys here. Um, We're at powerhouse podcasting studio too. That's a shameless plug for myself. So
0: it's good. It's a great studio. Thanks for having us. We're happy
1: to have you. All right, April. So we were talking a little bit about, uh, um, sports. I, you said you're a baseball fan. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that real quick.
0: Tell them how you select, um, what baseball (laughs) team you like.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, uh, Yes, in our house, baseball is our uh, favorite sport. Um, our 14-year-old plays on a travel team. Uh, he is obsessed with baseball, and the Angels is his team. Um, loves
0: Mike Trout. Oh,
2: God, he loves Mike Trout. But he um, – so by the time he was born, um, Brent's dad signed him up to be a um, was it called, like a, a junior –
0: Junior Angels. Junior club.
2: Angels Club in the, like their fan club. So from the time he was born, we started getting mail like immediately it for him. And blankets, so, I and mean, blankets. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So he is obsessed with the Angels. Um, Brent is a Rangers fan. Uh, he was.
0: I loved the Giants, yeah. but Will Clark was my favorite baseball player growing up. But then he went to the Rangers. And so I went with him and I just stayed. And they break my heart every year.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, my dad was or is a Yankees fan. And then growing up, I was like, I had to pick somebody other than him, you know, can have. So I was a Braves fan. Well, then we got married. He was like, hey, you have like, I have no criteria, but you have to be a Rangers fan. And I was like, "Um, all right. I love. I mean, we just like baseball. So I was like, OK, whatever. You want me to be a Rangers fan? That's that important. Fine. And then I don't know, a couple a few years into it, he was like, listen, they're breaking my heart. I don't require you to be a Rangers fan anymore. <laughs> like they're they're just they just keep letting me down. Um, and I was like, okay. So <laughs> they were like, "What, well, mom? What team do you want?" And I was like, "Well, I can't pick the Angels because, you know." Jake's Angels fan. I can't do that. I'm like, well, I can't play Dodgers because I want to be able to go to games. And I feel like I might get stabbed if I go to those games.
1: Very, very good <laughs>
0: possibility.
2: Yes. So um, we were like, okay, what well does that leave in California? You know, that leaves, you know, the Giants or the Padres. Or the A's. So that this is literally how I picked. I talk, We was talking to Jacob and I was like, okay, so we love San Francisco then. And I was like – and I was like, but we really like San Diego. He went to college in San Diego. Um, we spent a lot of time there. And then, our uh, fourteen-year-old at the time was like, "Mom, pa- the Padres are really bad right now. You do not want to pick them." So I was like, "All right, I'll be a Giants fan." Um, San Francisco isn't the same. And so now I feel like I'm kind of up in the air because I want to be able to go to games. Like mm-hmm. I could pick a lot of teams I really like, but I want to go and cheer on, you know, my team. That's part of the fun. Uh, so right now I'm kind of up in the air because I really. Like we used to love going to San Francisco. It was some place we just really enjoyed, but I have zero desire to go there now.
0: Yeah, she's in search for a team, but she wants it to be some place cool where we like yeah. to go.
2: Like, yeah, absolutely.
0: And, but San Francisco is pretty awesome because when we do go there, we're kind of foodies, and so it's, oh, we are. Yeah. The food's phenomenal, but the dynamics of San Francisco seem to have changed a little bit.
1: Yeah, so. it's crazy, man. Um, and probably what the last ten years probably it's steadily yeah. declined, declined. Right? and probably the last, the three, last three years is just years. really much, much worse.
2: Yeah. Now much worse. when he, so we, we love baseball and, um, but when he can tell you when he graduated from college, he did a, um, a baseball trip. So he went to all the baseball stadiums in the United States. Oh, that's so he cool. took like, a, so you've, you've
1: literally been to every,
2: well, yeah, then
1: but, when it, yeah graduated. Then, but
0: I mean, it's obsolete now with all the new parks yeah. and different things. But one day, um, one day when we retire, I, Love to take a trip like that and just drive around the country and go to all the baseball parks. That's but sick. We're going to stay That's a little
2: cool. nicer. Then, you know, he was like with his friend in the back of a truck and a camper, I mean, stuff yep. like that. I, I want to, I don't want to sleep in a camper. <laughs>
0: yeah. My buddy Jeff and I, we did it the whole, whole way, man. Roughed it the back of the back of the truck and drove it. But yeah, we'll, we'll do a little, little bit better. But it turned out to day. this huge
2: thing. Cause what happened is um, word of mouth, you know, how Bakersfield is a big relationship town. And so, people started finding out and other people in other cities were like, Hey, we're going to be on vacation. Tell them that he didn't even know he can, when he's in this city, you know, he can stay at our house that night or, and he, we left food for him or, you know, uh, they can just come and stay with us. So they had these, there's really all these cool relationships.
0: I still remember somebody said, Hey, you got to go and look up this guy in Houston named John France. And he totally, um, Put us up and took care of us while we were in texas and he did business with a guy in cincinnati and i don't remember that gentleman's name but you're gonna go stay with him in cincinnati and this guy in cincinnati's like hey you've got to go look up tom mormon in new york and he's going to take care of you in new york and then this guy says oh by the way my College roommate was the owner of the Rangers and you're going to, he's, he's going to host you there. So it was like the coolest thing, wow. man. It was a, it was a really cool memory. Really that's cool a hell trip. of a story, man. Yeah. That's, was, that's really cool. It was a good, it was a good trip. So we do, we do a lot of baseball stuff right now. We, uh, um, you know, our, our middle one is still playing. So that kind of takes up a lot of mm-hmm. the uh, kind of family baseball. time and mm-hmm. things that we do. But what else do you like to do?
2: We do. We, we watch UFC. I'm a UFC fan. Okay. Yeah. So we do like that. Jacob really likes that. Um, Jacob is doing boxing. Really? Yeah, yeah. So he plays baseball and he's going to boxing right now. And then our eleven year old is doing karate. So I'm you know and
0: with the older two, there's always something going on with the kids back and forth. There's always something that we're doing there. It's oh, yeah. kind of the life. Life is a little bit a little bit busy, but it's good right now. It hasn't always been um as smooth as it is now. I think um we're a we're a, a blended family in that um we got married Um, our oldest two were seven and four and um just stepping into that relationship was something new for me and if i could go back there's a lot of things i would do differently that i would have done better and and things but um but it was good and it was good in a lot of ways and um i love them and i hope that they love me But um, there's definitely some things I could have done better. And we had some, we definitely had some bumps with the blended family stuff. So we've spoken to people, you know, throughout the years who've had blended families and our hearts are with, um, with families in those type of um, relationships because it can be, it can be rough. Yeah. Parenting is
2: a challenge anyways. And so when you add something else into it, but I think one of the biggest things we learned with our older two that we thought was so um unique from us having a blended family, we found out a lot of that had nothing to do with us being a blended family. It had to do with just having kids that age. And um, we would just, you know, the more you talk to people and they would be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I have a teenager and this is what they're doing. And you're thinking it's because you have a blended family. It's so much harder. And they're like, no.
1: That's a really good point. I never really thought about it that way because I guess as a as a parent coming into and, and then – Brent you coming into that relationship it's like you're you know obviously haven't experienced much of that you know in the past and then you guys just automatically assume oh yeah it's because we're a blended family you know uh, we got it hard but it's a really good way mm-hmm. to you know it's a really different really good perspective to look at it the other on the other and say that's just kids yeah, it's just raising kids, kids. yeah <laughs> and, and,
0: and that's, your, and, that's <laughs> yeah. Know, and, that, and that's hard you know and that's hard you know and I God, I shudder to think of what I how easy I thought it was. You know, oh after man! Being through, going going through it. Now we look back and go, man, what an idiot I was, you know. And I was twenty three when we got married, and so I just thought, my goodness, I had it all figured out. And I look back now, and I tell the older two sometimes, like, you know, I'll I'll be better with your younger brothers than I was with you guys, you know. And it's just, uh, but they've, um, they've been they've been really good to me. And we've got a, a good relationship, and there's ups and downs that come along with that, and that's offered challenges <clears throat> excuse me it's offered challenges in our marriage that um we've just been at different stages and at different times and things that we've um had to work through and and go through in that regard but it's um yeah man got a got a good life i'm I'm super fortunate
1: yeah yeah uh I was just in a crappy situation a couple weeks ago and, um, tow truck, tow truck driver picks my wife and I up and my wife's like, she's not distraught, but she's really upset. We're on our way in vacation, car breaks down. Uh, it had just been serviced the day before, like, so it made it even worse. Right. And, um, tow truck driver picks us up and he's just like, probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, some really good advice, super simple. But he was like, Hey, he's explaining to my wife. Cause she's like telling him how pissed off she is. Not at him. Right. But just the situation. And he's like, Hey, just, you know, take a step back, understand your situation, and then get back in there with, with a goal and you know, how you're going to enjoy your time or fix your problems or whatever. Right. But, uh, it's hard to do as a 23 year old. Uh, how old were you, are you, April, when you were in- She
0: was significantly older. Oh, okay. Younger.
2: Super fun. We're I was significantly- I was 27, that <laughs> okay. Uh, I was way older. Also that's never- a cradle
0: robber. <laughs> yeah, that's never
2: going
1: to
0: go away. I, I mean, obviously after 17- No, 17, you, no right? but you know what? What I told <laughs> so him yesterday,
2: he said something. I mean, we were walking and he was like-
0: uh, You said they were about our age. Is what you said?
2: Oh yeah, I said something about our age, and he goes, "You mean your age?" And I was like, "Okay, you know what? Ain't nobody ever uh, mistaken me for looking over 50. Can you say that? <laughs> no, true. it's they're
0: kind like, of the downside be, of being fat and bald. I uh, so was gonna say, got to be the hair, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all, "Oh, are you close to retirement?" And he's like, no, <laughs> "No, no <not>. So <laughs> 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 you
0: funny, know, what, the advice he you gave your wife, like, that's awesome, right? Like being able to—that's I think I'm learning that that's half the battle, being able to step back and see that stuff. I think. You know sometimes april and i are both kind of goal oriented task oriented people and we get really focused on getting this done and then getting someplace else and i know i'm definitely that way like i can't wait till this gets done and then i'll be able to do this i can't wait until this and then this and i'm finding that i'm kind of wishing my life away looking forward to the next thing instead of embracing what you have right in front of you and realizing that what you have right in front of you that is that is the life. I mean, that is the journey, right? It's, it's not, you know, that sounds like a corny cliche. It's not the, it's not the destination It's the journey, but I'm learning. And right now I'm really appreciating that there's so much to that of just being able to appreciate the grind and the day-to-day and where you are and where you're going. And I'm super fortunate that I get to walk through that with you. So
1: like, who knew date night was going to be sober man i know i'm That's like I'm i am super awesome
2: <laughs> um i it's funny because i was in the 75 hard that we're doing you have to read 10 pages a day in a book it cannot be a podcast it cannot be audio book it has to be a book so that you see you know see what you're where you're at and then when you're done you see this accomplishment in front of you still and, um, and it, it, it has, it has to be something like you're learning too. You can't just okay. go read a no romance novel or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but one of the things I was reading is it was talking about, you know, um, God r- being thankful to God for the good and the bad, because you're thankful for this moment. Cause technically this moment was the next moment. You know, if you go back, this was the next thing you were looking forward to. So trying to remember to be thankful for the good and the bad, cause it gets you here.
0: Yeah. And I think that uh, there's been so much good stuff when I look back on our marriage, but the things that I immediately think of are the things that we've had to work through, right? The, I the mean, tough, the tough we spots. We think of the issues we've had up and down with the blended family. We can mm-hmm. think of, oh. you know, miscarriages that were hard. You know, I think of bad financial decisions that, you know, are led us towards where we, you know, lost our house. Um, I think of, um, you know, loss that we've had in our life. And I think, man, those are the things that galvanized us. Those are the things that just,
2: they prepared you for this moment.
0: Yeah. And these are the things that we've walked through and it hasn't been all fun and (laughs) all the great stuff that you wish. And I look back on it now and I'm, I don't know if things had been, super easy and super great and everything felt like a, you know, like a vacation all the time. I don't know. Would we have made it this far? I don't know. Well, I don't you don't know. I mean, know
2: and knows. like in the same thing it was talking about and it's a little off subject, but it was still talking about like, she, this woman had a friend who was really, really tall. Right. And she hated her, her, her physical being. Cause she's like, I'm just bigger than everybody. You know, every time I date somebody and it was like, she's like, all of a sudden it hit me like, maybe you should be grateful because you have a big role to play. And so God made you that way because you got a lot to carry. Yeah, that's, a good,
1: that's a good way to think about it.
2: Right. Yeah, I like so it. I think the same applies in this life of what we've lived through is that it's all led to this moment and we've had a lot to carry. So we have, I mean, it's n- our relationship. The two of us has always been very good. Um, our Fighting has been very minimal, but it's always, it's no joke. It was always pretty much over kids. We never fought over like anything else. <laughs> um, those were our challenges. And some of them were really big challenges. Um, but the, some of those things were really heavy that we had to carry for a long time. But if we hadn't gone through that, I mean, it's not like we have a, a life that's super easy. It's not. We, have, we live in, like this beautiful chaos all the time. Yeah. Would we be able to do that? Possibly not. Know.
0: You know what? Take it in a different direction. You kind of hinted at this thing, but let's let's touch on this 75 hard thing okay. and where that comes from yeah, and what it I'm,
1: is. I'm super interested in that. Okay. So, so 75 hard, what 75 what hard.
2: So I-
1: Where'd you find
0: this thing?
2: Okay. I, I don't even know where I found it. Like, I don't even remember. I just- I, I don't know if it was because I was looking at podcasts because I listened to Dateline podcasts.
0: She listens to like the, the murder yeah. mystery things. Like Dude, <laughs> see, if something ever happens to me? <laughs> I need you to so, have those detectives so turn towards her and look They're all my her. friends.
2: They're not going to do that.
0: Yeah. She upped my life insurance policy recently as that well. That is not true. <laughs> Dude, if something happens to me, I'm calling out to you from the grave. <sighs> so we'll go back. We'll look at her... Uh,
1: her her podcast history what she's listening to where yeah. she got her ideas yeah. and we'll start oh, from so there
2: um and um i don't even know like where i heard about it or whatever so i you know looked it up and then I, at the time it kept like taking you to like the 75 hard challenge book or whatever and i was like who finally come across the guy that does so i listened to the podcast the one that oh starts it and um so the, the criteria of it is it's 75 days and, um, you work out twice a day. Each one has to be 45 minutes, but one of them has to be outside. Um, you pick a diet, which he doesn't tell you what diet do. It. He just says, you pick a diet and you stick to it for so 75 days. Um, you have to read 10 pages of a book, uh, every day. Um, you have to take a picture of yourself every day. Um, and, um, you have to drink a gallon of water every day. And then there's no cheat meals and there's no alcohol. And if you mess up at all, you have to start over. So he's like, if you mess up on day 70 and then you're like, oh, it's okay. I'm just going to keep doing these three or, you know, my three or four days. He's like, no, because then you didn't do 75 hard. Um, and, you know, it's more of a, what do you want to call it? A, Almost like a mental, a mental challenge, challenge, because I mean, obviously there are, um, Physical perks, right? But I feel like the other aspect, like, you know, I, I have to, one of them has to be outside, which I think is probably good for us anyways. In um, the evenings, like if he hasn't done his, we're walking for 45 minutes together. But what made you want to start so, this
0: crazy thing?
2: Well, I, and I'm guessing
0: it's, it's Andrew Facella, right? Yes. That's where yes. you saw it.
2: Yeah. Okay. And I listen, if you listen to his, you know, he has the, the podcast that starts it all and uh, he's like, I, you know, what does he say? Something like, hey, I, I wasn't some like some uh, I was never cool in school. I, I, I used to weigh 350 pounds. I'm not like a super health. I didn't start out that way or any of that. But, you know, he owned like a bunch of companies and he's successful. And but so how hard
0: working is and how he, right, had to work so he already through did everything. that thing. But super inspiring to listen to. Right. Motivating.
2: But he's like, I came up with this because anybody can do things for, you know, they say to, uh, to start a habit, it's 21 days. Anybody does 21 days. Anyone does 30 days. But can you stick to something for 75 days? And I thought that's like that's that's a big challenge. 75 days. And at one, I was like, I wonder if I, we can do this. Well, I said we I could do this. Um, I have some some health challenges that um, is super rough for me. But. I thought, this is a pretty, like, I'm always looking for the next thing that can make me feel better health-wise. Like, okay, well, if I, you know, they're like, oh, cut out sugar, or you do this or do that. And I thought, well, you got to drink water. You got to work out twice a day, even if I can't lift weights or if I'm not feeling good or whatever, I have to do it. So I can't use my health or how I feel that day as an excuse. I'm just too tired. I can't, my body hurts. No, I made the commitment. And so I think I was like, I don't see anything bad in this. Like, you know, those are all good things. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And so it's like, once I said I'm going to do it, I'm like, well, I made the commitment <clears throat> to do it. I'm going to do it.
0: So she asked me to do it with her. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> he loves that's crazy. cookies. That's- I like to. I mean, I can get my workout in. I like to yeah. do these things. But at night, I like to crush a sleeve of Girl Scout cookies, mm. Thin Mints, Oreos, yeah. whatever it's going to be. Like, I don't climb inside of a bottle. I climb inside a sleeve of Oreos. (laughs) That's kind of what I do. Uh, Better than the two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And then I thought, what an idiot. Like, so April's had a lot of health challenges. It doesn't allow her to be as active, you know, athletically as she um, used to be and wants to be. And so I'm like, what an idiot. How? Why am I not doing this? So on day three, I called her. I was at work. I was like, hey, I'm in. All right. So... We're like, uh, that takes a man, by the way, to a bit. Hey, I was wrong.
1: And uh, now I'm going to do this stupid 75 day challenge. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He was like, "It's stupid. <laughs> <That's
0: pretty much laughs> I was like, this is stupid. So she's like, listen to the podcast. So then I listened to it. I was like, all right, this dude's okay. I, Yeah. He's pretty motivating. So Which I was It took glad- him like
2: three or four days to listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. I think that if he would have listened to the podcast on day one, he probably would have been like, all right, I'm in. But he was like, I think he was putting it off. Like totally. one of those, like, I don't want to listen to it because I'll do it.
0: I had a bad attitude about it. Totally. Right. My mindset wasn't right. I was like, fine, I'm going to do this To uh, This is something I, I can do with my wife. And then like, so I, she's like, have you listened to it yet? I'm like, yeah, I, li- I listened on the way to work. It's like 15 minutes. And then I'll listen to like 15 minutes on the way home and I'll get there. So it took me like two or three days to get through. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm digging this. So- Which
2: is funny because Cope, right? We told him we were doing it. Uh-huh. And I told him to listen to the podcast. And okay. he said, I'm not listening to the podcast. If I listen to the podcast, I'm going to want to do it. Yeah. And I don't want to commit to that right now, so he won't even listen to it. Well, at least he's honest because yeah.
1: <laughs> he's. It is true though. Like if right. how, if he picks something up, he's just he's gonna do it right. Yeah, it's just the way yes. he is. But that's really cool because, um, like, here you are having this bad attitude about it, and then all of a sudden, it seems like you guys are doing really well with it. I'm not sure where you are mentally with it, but it seems like you're pretty happy with it, both of you right. so far.
0: Yeah, it's it's been it's been good. So I think I don't know what day are you on.
2: Um, I think I'm on day 26, I'm
0: three days behind. So I'm something like that, but it's, there's a part in, in his podcast he talks about, he's like, Hey, you're going to get into this thing. He goes, and then there's going to be something in your mind. That's going to tell you to stop. He goes, that's called your bitch voice. <laughs> he goes, when your bitch voice comes up, you got to tell us to shut up. So I was like, okay, that's going to come So the other day I had to work late at, at work and um, I've been getting up, getting my workouts done in the morning, taking care of everything I need to get done. But I got home. It was like 11 15, 11, 11, 15, And I'm like, dude, i am have my workout in. I'm just, I'm done. It was a long day. It was exhausting day. I was mentally drained. I was like, I'm just, I'm done. And then his words came back to me like, this is my bitch voice right now. So. I was like, all right, so I changed out, you know, hit the pull-up bar in the garage, went got, uh, went for a jog, you know, running at you know midnight, like a tweaker, probably <laughs> I don't know, but I got it. Uh, so we got it done, but it's been, it's been cool, man. It's been, uh, it's been it something to do together and right. talk about, and we check in, and then it's like, okay, if, if I haven't, we haven't got it done, we'll, we'll go for kind of just a br- brisk walk together in mm-hmm. the evening or something to we'll get a chance to talk, and it's been cool.
2: Right, That's- I get up. A- Some days I don't even like, was it yesterday or today? I don't know. Like I got up and I was like, I, I know it's going to be hot. So I need to get the outside done first. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get up. And I'm like, up. I didn't didn't even think I brushed my hair. I just put it in a ponytail, like washed my face off, put sunscreen on and was, got my workout clothes and like, here I go. Like 20 minutes into it. Like, oh, now I'm awake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's been, it's been cool. And I know that it's hard for you too, because April has um, a lot of autoimmune issues and things that have come with you know celiac and um, rheumatoid arthritis Mm -hmm. and the trigeminal neuralgia and a lot of different things that she's worked through that hasn't let her be as active as she's wanted to be so i've been super proud of her that she found something that even when she hurts and even when her body hurts and her body works against her and it it attacks itself in weird ways that she still um finds ways to work through this so it's been um super cool
1: yeah that's a. That's a really cool story in itself. So what's the guy's name again?
0: Andy Frisella. Okay, we got to get him on the podcast. We got to get him on the podcast. That's, podcast. That's,
1: that's, that's a cool, that's a really cool he story. He does. He's yeah. got a
0: podcast and April found something on there. It says, hey, if you have a podcast, you will come on the podcast. So Andy, you're yep. our podcast and come on, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get him in here.
0: Yeah, sure. don't yeah. tell us that you can't do it. That's your bitch voice talk. <laughs> he
1: can't, he can't say no now. He can't <laughs> say no now. I'm
0: using his own words against him. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a couple of
1: questions. I, I, I was just to joking. Ask
0: I, you're, he's probably a large man that I don't want to mess with. So <laughs> I'm <was> just joking.
1: <laughs> I wanted to ask about the, um, so the book I was really interested in, did you guys pick the same book, different book? Oh, no. And, oh, can you elaborate on? Oh, no, they are? of course. Yeah, no, different, so different uh, books. totally
2: different books. Uh, well, um, the first thing I did was I had a Bible study that I had bought, you know, and, um, uh, I, it's just in my thing. And I, so in it, it required me to do it. Cause you know, I have to read 10 pages a day and it's super easy to be like, I haven't done my Bible study today and I'm super tired because I'd rather go to sleep. Uh, so that has been really good for me in that sense. Um, right now I'm reading that book, um, cause I finished that Bible study and, um, I think it's called Tale of the two sons. And it's about, um, the prodigal son okay. and the Bible, but it's been super informative, uh, as far as the history, taking the Bible, like where it is, like realizing it wasn't written in this era, you know, uh, this was, these were the cultural things that were going on back then, you know, describing what a parable really is and, uh, focusing on the fact that it's not, it is the prodigal son, but it's also about the older brother that was so upset like and so it's been super interesting because it's you know obviously teaching a a lot of background knowledge and i thought at first i was like i bought it a long time and in fact i bought it we were going through some stuff with our oldest and i that's when i that's how long i've had it um I, so you it,
1: had it around for a while and then just oh, decided hey I'll
2: i had never it. read it it yeah. was just I don't know, I guess, you know. That's cool.
0: I I started off with uh, Call Sign Chaos okay. by uh, General Mattis okay. with uh, Bing West, which is really good uh, book that I really liked. And right now I'm reading a book called Ordinary Men, and it's about a group of police officers in Poland in uh, during World War II and the part that they took in wow. The Final Solution and how they – tried to justify things to themselves ethically and morally to make the decisions that they, um, that they made. That's and it's just that. a really interesting That's, perspective as it relates to human mm-hmm. ethics and philosophy and
2: making decisions. Um, because I, I read a long time ago, um, That's if it. you're, if you're given it, a, 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 you, you either have to do this, you know, or you're going to die because you're either you have to have to pick am I picking life or am I choosing to do what is morally and ethically ethically correct in right a sense
1: that's heavy stuff man
0: yeah, so it's been an interesting one we're reading through that, so I think I need to find something lighter for my next book to read, I, think.
1: <laughs> I I mean just hard to imagine what those guys went through man. that's right. that's a really cool book i might I might check that one out yeah so it I'm is like, good
0: yeah, right. it's a good book it's a good book, yeah, so that's kind of where uh, that's kind of where we are that's what's that's what's new with us so um there's no alcohol associated with it, and we don't drink a whole, whole lot anyways, but we do drink a little bit um and actually, April is a member of a whiskey of the month club Nice. Because is it is it local
2: uh or no is it just no like a- it was you know what when I joined the, this one i it, there wasn't any clubs to join that's you know like it's much more common now that you could do you had a wine club, but there was no whiskey club clubs then, so um yeah.
0: So she gets this like, Whiskey of the Month Club. Yeah. And I really like the Sunset Passion Coladas at Red Lobster. <laughs> These things are delicious.
1: What's what's the ingredient <laughs> in that? It sounds
2: pretty damn good. I don't know,
0: but there's like fruit and like, whipped cream and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well yeah. it's Passion like colada. I think okay. it's
2: like having a pina colada, but they use that like Strawberry puree inside of it, and they float it on the top, and they put it. It's delicious.
0: It's like a shake, and they like take pictures of me drinking it. I don't care. You can post it on whatever social media you want because (laughs) I love it. It's delicious.
2: So he we go places and they laugh because they're like, "What fruity drink is he gonna get?" And then I usually drink. Uh, I like bourbon. Okay, uh, and I usually like it neat. So,
0: so and one of our our friends, Marcus, he's like also a super um, big whiskey connoisseur, and okay. he and I do a podcast together too, and he's always trying to get me to try different whiskeys, and I don't really like them, and I haven't been able to. And he's do tried. It, he has and tried. tried, and so then I found one that I thought was gonna be like. I was like, dude, I found one that I like. And I'm like, it's this peanut butter whiskey. And he's like, that's not real whiskey. What's wrong (laughs) with you? So he's like all over me. But um, so, yeah, we don't do that. I do. I prefer to. um, I like some of the local brewery IPAs and stuff. Okay. Um, So we really like, you know, hanging out. We like
2: expensive. Apparently we like expensive wine. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: and, 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 and. yeah, expensive like, wine right? that we can't afford usually yeah. if we have our friends that have really nice wine that's yeah that's cool like oh
2: that's good how much yeah. oh we yeah can't afford, we're not gonna we do that again that. it
0: can
1: get pretty stupid yeah. it can get yeah. it can get pretty stupid yeah, Cope, with some of the wines Coke got me hooked on a wine on a wine club yeah yeah, yeah. i guess spending way too much money on i guess
0: he's now. like he probably went crazy one weekend though because he's like has like 17 different wine club well he did say
2: he's stopping because he the other day when we were at um ashley's graduation party and he's like I opened a really nice bottle of wine for you. And I was like, I can't drink. Sorry. And he's like, even sugar-free wine. And I was like, no. He's like, what about vodka? Like none. It's (laughs) not the, it's, it's not the sugar. It's the alcohol. I can't do it.
0: We, um, recently we went to this, um, Vineyard called Allegretto in Paso, yeah. and that place was awesome. It was really, really cool, it. and we really liked their wines. The so resort
2: and winery there. We,
0: we joined uh, that that wine club, so okay. we like we dig that. So, um, we liked going to Epic too. Epic winery was pretty wine. pretty awesome, but we really like drinking this Camus wine out of Napa in that yeah. Napa area, and I'd really love to visit that loves, sometime. Yeah.
1: Uh, I bet you Camus it's nice, is yeah. good wine. Yes. Yes.
0: It's ex- Cam- it's yeah, it's a Camus. Yeah, good. yeah, Camus Cab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know. That is something, you know, when 75 heart is done, I would like to enjoy a, a glass of wine yeah. or a beer, an IPA from Timbler. Cause I love Timbler okay. or a sunset passion colada from red lobster. Looking <laughs> forward to that.
1: I, I, I had imagined that's uh well, for me, um, I'm, I'm at a bunch of social settings. Right. And I yeah. tell myself like, Hey, it's time to chill out on the drinking, man. Like, you yeah. know, and, uh, it's, it's a really hard thing to do if you don't have a partner in it. I right. think like, for me especially no, cuz yeah. i'm like you're not going to try very hard to get have a beer or a glass of wine like it's just it's just too easy so i think having the the partner in the 75 hard thing's pretty cool cuz i would need that for sure
2: yeah i think the social part of it has been a little bit um it's it's not a, that big of a deal but it's been a little bit of a challenge you know like
0: like last saturday when we were hanging out uh, the graduation party, mm. barbecue, right? And you know, like, Jared's
2: like, "Oh, I opened a really nice bottle of wine for you," and you're like, "Oh, yeah, no, sorry." Or you know, well,
0: we're lugging around our giant one our, gallon yeah, like, uh, <laughs> bottles bottle full from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and, or like, uh, after Jacob graduated from eighth grade, we went to Luigi's for lunch. Well, I always drink glass that's of wine. The
0: norm, right? Right.
2: Okay. And, that's the deal. Or you know,
0: uh, or no, and no butterfinger pie from Luigi's. Uh, yeah, either. I know.
2: Sorry. Um, or Rude. like that's right when I. I love, we like to barbecue, you know, we'll, I'll, he'll be at work. I'll, you know, put a tri-tip in the smoker and we start, co- start cooking dinner. And usually, and I'd always open a bottle of wine and have a glass while I'm cooking. Right. Especially if I'm cooking meats. And then I'm like, oh, no, like, oh, let me get some more water.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm.
1: Well, what's cool is after this, you might be like, um, it might be so engraved in you to drink, just con- consistently drink water. Um, yeah. Maybe that'll help. You know yeah. it's always good to be hydrated uh, especially uh especially
2: as, too. yeah especially as we get older
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm- I'm not too far behind you guys and i'm I'll tell you what I'm feeling that the uh uh the nights of of drinking a lot or like too much just i can't no. i really can't hang anymore man it it's takes sad but three I just, days I
2: to recover, and then the next day you're like, dude, I feel horrid
0: yeah we' we're looking forward looking forward to that, but it has been good it's been good to kind of change things up a little bit. No, but, That's that's cool. Yeah, man. We're, you know, we're pretty simple in the things that we enjoy. Um, you know, you talked about tri-tip on the, mm. uh, on the smoker. We, our favorite butcher shop, you know, we go to that Cutting Edge. Okay. Right there. We love the guys there. To, the guys there at Cutting Edge are awesome. Don't know if you've ever I, uh, I haven't been there. there where, where is it at? It's right there at Norris on the northwest corner of Norris and Fruitvale. Okay. There's a gas station. It's inside the gas station. It's old it Pounds Market. It used to be Pounds Market. Yeah. And they got the the butcher Best. shop, there the, the guys, guys are yeah. phenomenal, but man, they've got this Snake River Farms Wagyu,
2: Wagyu tri tip. Is, so is just try to the man. Wagyu, uh, hmm. sounds, and they, they're great. lamb pops. Like, the we've pops become super good at smoking lamb pops. But
0: but then you gotta put that butter on it, right? Or else it's just not the same. Well, well yeah, the and you, they have they butter they
2: there that you can buy that's you know got all this stuff in it, and that is half of it, with, okay? Yeah. yeah. So we. We uh, like food. Yeah, we like can't food. Tell. Well, we yeah. like
0: yeah. So we we do that a lot. The, usually, like on payday, we'll stop and hit hit that, and then we uh you know barbecue you know that weekend and usually enough to last for the week and and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know we're pretty pretty simple yeah. in uh, the stuff that that we like. To the do. stuff that we like to do. <laughs> I uh,
1: I wrote down another question and it's right. It's about food. What was what's the diet you chose on this uh, hard seventy five?
0: Okay, so for me. I just chose no sweets because I eat, okay. don't eat terribly normally, but I'll ruin it every night. by like I said, just crushing a sleeve of Thin Mints mm-hmm. or uh, Oreos. Um, and so for me, it was just, just, that's the only thing I was going to change is not, um, not doing any sweets. So no sweets and obviously no alcohol. So. Right.
2: Um, I already can't have gluten. So I have celiac. Okay. So I don't that part isn't that big of a challenge for me. So obviously I already don't eat bread. I don't eat, you know, um, I am not a big sweet eater. So to cut out sweets is not that big a deal. Um, So I haven't, I'm not doing that. Um, My big challenge was I love soda. Dr. Pepper is my vice. Um, And so, but even before, I probably hadn't drank a Dr. Pepper for a couple months before we started the 75 hard. Um, So that's been thing i found though like, is it dr pepper zero or something that i can drink but it's not as good so it's like that's it
1: doesn't taste the same no
2: so you know i'll have one and be like okay well that's okay it's but other than that like i just trying to eat what i would say is just healthy which is probably not as hard for me because i can't eat gluten and gluten is you know a pasta or breads or all that i just don't already eat that anyways right and you know, calories in calories out, making sure. But I mean, right now we're working out twice a day and I'm like, we're burning 11, $1,200, 1200 calories a day. So that's not really a challenge.
1: (laughs) Especially you're, you're sweating a lot more too now in the last couple of weeks, you know, the the outside workouts, probably a brutal one. That's why
2: I've been getting up, trying to just do it in the morning or right before bed, which is interesting. We're walking in the evenings. I prefer the morning. It's still cooler in the morning than it is in the evening.
1: So what, Brent, what time are you up in the morning, man?
0: You know what? Um, over the last several months, um, it's just, I don't know. I think it's because I'm getting older, I guess. I don't know. I'm getting up earlier and earlier. So I'm usually up at five. Okay. Um, you know, and I generally, though, hit the snooze like twice. <laughs> so it's like 5.10. I'm usually up. <laughs> but yeah, about about that time and kind of just um, getting things getting things started early if i can which is weird i mean i just never really been one to get up all that early normally but i think the last i don't know big portion of of at least our marriage work nights and weekends and things so i'd sleep during the day and gotcha. it's just been the last couple of years that my schedule's a little more normal a little more monday through friday-ish a little more eight-ish to five-ish and um so i just uh yeah i've been getting up a little bit earlier
2: which he says eight to f- eight ish to five ish. Um, when he says eight ish to five ish, he gets at five. He's already answering emails at five. Uh, and if he gets home at five ish, um, he's answering emails. till we got, I mean, he, he always says that like, Oh, it's more normal. I'm like, he probably works harder and more than anybody I've ever met. Well, I've
1: heard, I've heard that from cope too. I
0: yeah. like, I like, um, I like, like what I do and I'm fortunate, um, have a job in, in uh, work in law enforcement that I really love and that I'm, I'm passionate about, but I volunteer with, um, several different nonprofits and, um, I'm the president of a couple. And so that takes a little bit of extra time and yeah. effort and stuff too, but I totally like them because they really give me extra perspective and extra balance in my life and the work and things that they do. But there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into to volunteering with some of them and each of them individually maybe aren't that bad, but collectively adding a few of them all together makes it busy too. So that's always the balance to try to um, be impactful in your community, to be good at your job, um, something that you like, but also to have that balance with your family, you know, and that's not, it's not something I've always um, been very good at balancing. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I'm trying to be purposeful with my time, trying to be purposeful with what I do, and, um, so yeah, I'm trying to be better about that.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people probably struggle with that, the work life balance. And then, right. um, I don't know a ton of people that volunteer, but, um, I mean, the impact that you can have on, you know, just a few people, if that's, you know, if that's all you do, I mean, that's, that's, you know, it makes you feel really good. So, that's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope is that it makes yeah.
0: somebody better, man. Yeah. That's, that's, the hope. that's awesome. Yeah.
2: He's a, a overachiever um <laughs> i didn't get that i didn't pick that up. <laughs> he is in that we talk about that sometimes you know um about balance and i feel like I, I am his uh it sounds funny but like his watchdog on what he's doing because i'll be like hey um you're too far left you're too far right not in his thinking but in what he's doing or i'm like hey right. you're tired and i can tell uh you, you need to disconnect because in his job, he's unable to disconnect. And he has he's passionate about the people that work for him and he cares about them. And he cares so much about his community and what he does is so important. Um, but sometimes we, I have to be like, Hey, you know what you are important too. And so you need to disconnect, re refocus, rebalance, you know, check in here and then, let him go again because, you know, he's, he's going to, I always tell him like, I know he has like, you know, all these different nonprofits that he works for and all this, but I don't know that he would be satisfied not having so much to do. Right. You know, you know he's not a, a sitter You know, he's not just going to be sitting. Yep. That's his brain would still, I think he would find, he was just still always have something to do.
1: Just wired that way. A lot of, you know, not, I don't know a ton of people like that, but it's, you can definitely, you can definitely pick him out if you see him. you know? Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to say this really quick. Uh really cool to have someone that can help totally. you in that capacity, right? Mm-hmm. And to be able to totally. like pick up on that and be like, okay, yeah, I, I need to I need to relax a yeah. little
0: bit here. Yeah, for sure. She's she's definitely obviously in tune with me and, and sees things that when I can't see, like you're so close to the problem that you can't really see it, right? And to have somebody else that's able to step back and put those things in context for you and knows that they love you enough to see these things for you. And then, you know, half the battle is uh, haven't always had the humility to listen, you know, and, but having that humility to be able to go, okay, yeah, you're probably right. Or maybe I don't have this. Like I, like, I think I do. That's not something I've always been good at and I'm still not good at and I'm trying to get better about that as well. But yeah, totally fortunate and lucky to have that. Um, that type of relationship where we have that, right? So, yeah, yes. so it's a it's a good it's a good counterbalance, and you know, know like April's in this transition period too, where you've been in um, escrow for what, like
2: since I don't know, like nineteen ninety seven
0: or okay. something. So, she's been doing this job for like twenty four, twenty five years. It's pretty it's pretty stressful, mm-hmm. um, a very stressful job, and you know, I think. People talk about that with jobs a lot, but I think it's totally um stress isn't just for like one type of job. It's it's all kind of, it's all relative. Every job and whatever you do, if it's something you care about and you love and you give your best to, it's going to cause stress. It's it's is there so um you know, she, but she's got a, a stressful job and we've talked about that. Like maybe it's time to go do something different. You know, what are you what are you gonna do? And so one of the things that um <clears throat> love about April is that she speaks truth um to people she's passionate and there you'll know you will know no more loyal and fierce friend than her and when it takes a lot to be her friend but when you're her friend you got a good one you got a good one yeah. there and um you know she's somebody that a lot of people come to and talk to for advice and to um, just to vent and to talk through things. And so I've always felt like she would do well as some sort of like a family counselor or something like that. I know there's a lot of school and education that has to go along with that, but I've always felt like that would be good for you. But here you are still trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up.
2: I know (laughs) when I grow up. (laughs) So yeah, we'll see.
0: We'll see what, we'll see what life has in store.
2: Yeah, I do think it's a – we talked about this the other day. I think we are in a – my gut says we're in some kind of a transition here. We're in a transition period in our life. I don't know where it's leading. I I have no idea where we're ending up, but I just feel like right now things are in uh, just some kind of change. Uh, this is nothing more than uh, my gut. right? You know, I feel like um, – feel like god's pushing us away. I don't really know where we're going. And mm. so we're like, all right, I think we're in this like let's um just be open to where it leads us and we'll see where we end up with that cuz I don't have like a oh well this is where we're going. I really don't. Um I just feel like um I I do um love that part of my life where I feel like and I get it from my mom. She is the same way. I do feel like I am that, I don't want to say like, I, I'm not, um, it's not an ego thing. Like I, I have a lot of people that talk to me. It's just how it works out. Um, that people that I do feel like come to confide in me. And sometimes I think it's cause they know I'm going to tell them the truth. Um,
1: and Lord knows people need that,
2: but not everybody wants to hear the yeah, truth, Yeah, absolutely. but they do know I'm going to be real. I don't, um, we always joke about like, I, you're going to know how I feel about things because even if I lie to you about how I really feel, like, you're going to see it on my face. I am unable <laughs> to be fake. We have this
0: thing where I tell her, fix your face. Yes,
2: which <laughs> means whatever I'm thinking is showing on my face, right? Um, and so I just am <laughs> not able to be that way with people. Um, and so I think that even when they really don't want to hear it, people do want truth. Um, and I think he has that same thing. He has um, a lot of people that call for advice that I used to joke because he always had an open door policy at work. And I would tell him like, you need to box by your door that way. after people come in for advice, they can like leave a tip or something. Cause mm-hmm. like you don't make $250 an hour, like a counselor or, th- or a therapist right. would. Um, and so I, again, like I don't know where this is leading, but I feel like it's, a transition period to somewhere.
0: And she's a lot better with that than I am because I'm a little more structured. I look at goals, you know, I have a core principle in my life of a principle of end state, you know, you identify what the end is and then you build a plan backwards to get there. You know um, it's something that I've started to apply in our personal life. I've drawn out for what I want our kids to be when they grow up. And then I had to look at myself and go, am I, doing something every day to make sure that i'm building them to grow up to be that person and the answer was no and so that's something that i really work towards so when she's like i feel like we're in this transition i'm not where we're going that brings a little bit of anxiety to me Mm -hmm. because i don't like not knowing where we're going and she's like well just you know we'll figure it out you know it's we we got
2: like structure and i'm totally fine not having that um
0: I'm like, no, no. What are you gonna do? And I'm like, no. She's like, no, no. (laughs) I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll find, we'll find something that's coming. Like, no, no. no, But seriously, what are you gonna do?
2: (laughs) But like, he's like, the kid's gonna be like this. I'm like, yeah. Well, what if they don't want to be that, right? And so, in that sense, we balance each other out. Yeah. And what is it like? People go because of his work. Like, do you worry? I'm like, no. I'm not a worrier by nature. Uh, I don't. I was always been of the like. If something's going to happen to him, me worrying all the time isn't going to change it. And I have to trust that um, God will take care of him. I put him in his hands a long time ago. I can't now worry about that. He'll handle it. He, on the other hand, can worry for both of us.
0: (laughs) That's why I lost all my hair.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's what I'd tell people to do.
2: Dude,
1: that's honestly one of my biggest fears. It's sad, but. uh, Losing your hair? Yeah, losing my hair, man. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's a stupid fear. I could not, get over it as soon as I lose my hair. But
2: you will, because then it'll be like, dude, just shave it, let yeah, it go. Just,
0: just let it go, man. Yeah. Don't be one of those dudes that has a comb over DT. No. Like no. just let it go, man. I can't when, I can't do it. Yeah, I when, couldn't do it. Yeah, whenever, yeah. Whenever that time comes,
2: just be done.
0: Yeah, just be done with yeah. it, dude. Bald is beautiful. It yeah, that's what they say. And you've got a strong beard, bro. So that's having bald cool. with a strong beard oh, yeah. like that, like that's good.
2: Yeah. You, I like he has the most beautiful beard and I love it. It is bright red, like bright red. It's
0: getting a little more gray. Yeah, there's mm, some gray in there now,
2: but it's just this full thing, and it's super irritating that he can't have a beard Ah, all the time. Total ginger beard. Oh yeah, he's a ginger.
1: Red's good, man, red's good. (laughs) My mom's got like the brightest red hair, and uh, so my daughter, um, she's got kind of like brown, it's like a lighter brown. But in the sun, it's red, and my mom's like so pumped about That's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Our, she's, yeah.
2: Our 14 year old, his hair here, this front part, when in the summer uh, it turns red, you know, that when it, you know, the sun starts bleaching it, that gets weird. red. Yep. Weird. Which how that I, happens. I was hoping yeah, we'd it, have a kid that was a redhead.
1: Uh huh.
2: Didn't work out that way. Eh.
1: It is we weird try to have another one.
2: Uh, no, we can't because I'm old and uh, you can't do that anymore. You never know. this is what happens. Like, I will just be like, you know, one day I'll be like, I'm super tired. and I don't feel that good today. He's like, "Mm, maybe you're pregnant. And I'm like, we took care of that. And he's like, "Mm, so he's just hoping he's like, if Jesus wants it to happen, it'll happen. I'm like, you know what? Unless Uh Jesus wants me to like jump off of a cliff, that's not happening. Oh man. Yes. If it was up to him, we would have more kids. We would have had more kids. Mm. I said, the store is closed.
0: Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't really like taking care of them that much. (laughs) But yeah. I, man, when you hold a baby and you hold them on your chest like there, and I would like love to take a nap with them, and some yeah. of my best yeah. memories thinking that babies are so little, and there's so many great things about about that. But I then would like, all right, I got to go to work, and yeah. Then yeah. she would do all the hard work. Mm-hmm. So I'm you- like I'm. Raise my own kids? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's, That's not why you signed up, for, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah, signed up for that. I signed up for naps. Yeah, I signed bottles. up for naps and uh, you know, pat I'll change a diaper every now and again. Yeah. Play yes. catch in the backyard. Like you do all the rest of the stuff. She tried to talk me into bottle feeding. No. Breastfeeding, like, and then she'd be like, well, "Why are you just laying there sleeping? Like, there's no reason for you're both so of us to have to be up and awake right now. Like, that I couldn't agree more. This makes no <laughs> sense. Like, you're so dumb. if you're up and awake, that's, and you're taking care of the kid, like, at least let me get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do we do? Get up and rub your back? I and mean, there's nothing I can do. Oh my god,
2: when Jacob was born, um, the way our house was situated, his nursery was at the other end of the house, and it was quite a large room. And he was in the gang unit. And so he worked nights. So obviously he wasn't going to be any help, but um, I put in a recliner in there. Cause you know, nursing half the time you fall asleep while you're doing it. Right. And so most of the time I slept in the nursery, in the chair, you know, half the time you just feel like you're a, I don't know, milk machine anyways. Right. And so, you know, he was working nights and he would sometimes at that time in that gang, unit, they I mean, he they would work ridiculous some days, 30, 45 days straight, a couple hours of sleep here and there. Just, um, and so, you know, he didn't have a clue. So then we had Caleb, we lived in a different house, and I just, you know, put his, you know, bassinet beside the bed or whatever, and this one was like, oh what? Like, so like what? Why do I gotta hear this? I
0: want you to hear this. <laughs> I
2: was all, hey buddy, that <laughs> was a special time. It's time for it's- some
1: <laughs> time for some help now. Yeah.
0: It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um I'll tell you what, uh throughout um, COVID, my daughter was born in the end of 19. So she's three months old and then, you know, COVID, yeah. COVID comes right. And so, uh, I didn't work nights or anything, but I would work, you know, all during the day, my wife, um, she started working from home and which was awesome because she got to be with the baby, Yeah, right. but you don't realize when you're gone all day. I mean, first of all, to just you know, raise a child at home is, is not easy. No. First time mom. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then on top of that, she's working all day. Yeah. So I didn't get it hard to do all that. Yeah. I didn't get it, man. There was a lot of times, you know, we had disagreements and things. It's like, I had no idea. And then, um, now kind of, you know, I'm at a different job. Um, she's working a few days a week in the office now. And so I'm with the baby, uh, during the day, you know, the early part of the day. And, uh, Man, it's I don't know how she did it. To it's be quite right honest with you, yeah, there's some it's days
0: tough. I would do that. She'd go to work, and I'd be like, "This is terrible." <laughs> That's what I'm like, I don't want to raise my own kids. I'm it like,
1: sounds bad, but it's so true, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't, how, I don't know, think a, how the heck Caleb, she did it, man?
2: I think Caleb was. How old was he when I got really sick? When the first time, was he uh, like a in the month? hospital? I mean, yeah.
0: he, was, he was walking, maybe two.
2: I feel like he was like a year old. Anyways, uh, the first time I got sick, I, I have diverticulitis, but first time um, they didn't know what I had, you know, and um, uh, they thought like, oh, well, you have an appendix, uh, you know, maybe your appendix and they're doing all this stuff or whatever. And then so they find out what it is. And they like, you know, you need antibiotics and IVs. And so you have to be in the hospital or whatever. Um, but even before then, like they would give me medicine and I was just they, they would give me pain medicine and for weeks. I think it like ended up being like a whole month with the hospital, and then before and after whatever. I was pretty much like did the things I had to do, but between him and my mom and his mom, and he had to take time off. And I just remember when it was done, and he was like, "Dude, I cannot do your job." Mm-hmm. He's like, "That was horrible."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could not do it because I mean, that point when all four were there, Ooh. and I was like, "I don't know how I'm doing it." I mean, just last night when we were on our <laughs> walk, our daughter came with us, and she's 21. And we were joking about her listening to um, Dateline stuff and like what would happen, you know, to me or different things. And she's like, "Dad, do you remember whenever Mom would go anywhere, you were like the worst person to live with. You were terrible. You lose your temper. You're all irritated. You're always yelling at us. <laughs> well, you guys are terrible children, first of all. <laughs> and then your mom would leave and then leave me to be in charge of you for little terrorists. And it's hard."
2: Yeah. she did she goes even now mom's gone like we're like dude we got to get out of here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's stressful man dude. and i i have one it's and right. i'm like it, it's all it's all relative yeah, i think i think i think it's easier the more you have really yeah they just start taking care of each other mm. they sign them up they're they're like battle buddies oh my oh god, god. <laughs> I,
1: i've heard, i've heard people say that but i just when i'm in the moment man i don't see it I'm like I, I don't know.
0: You gonna have any more?
1: I uh, I don't know. We're definitely not trying. Okay. Um, my wife had a a couple medical issues through throughout her pregnancy, so yeah. kind of yeah. you know worries her a little bit. And yeah, totally. She's um she's in her 30s now, so yeah. she's you know so kind su- of at that so point where super she's old. Like, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. We're we're super old, but she's just <laughs> at that point where she's like, I-, I don't know if my body's you know ready yeah. for that again. Yeah. So. Well, we'll uh, see if sure she can keep, can
0: keep her hands off you or not. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Oh, this is what he tells people. He's like, you know, we wouldn't have so many kids if she could uh, keep her hands off of me. <laughs> so and I'm like, yeah.
0: DT, you probably have the same problem. That's so what we'll, it was. You know, we'll, it's because no, I we'll couldn't yeah,
2: we'll control myself. Yeah, we'll see if she can keep yes. her hands off you. Hands. Are yeah. You are a sexy buddy. beast. Honey. I don't think she can, but we'll see what happens. Died. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Kids are tough, man. And I wanted to say this earlier because we kind of started talking about kids early uh in this episode uh my father-in-law warned me to the end of the earth he's like look you know melissa and i were super active constantly doing something Mm -hmm. i was in a band like i was playing shows all the time working obviously and he's like kids are a lot of work like it's gonna be different it's gonna be different he told me a million times and then here i am didn't listen to him had a kid (laughs) and now i'm like I, you think, I like, I'm just going to take them with us. And go do stuff. I can't. No, and you're right. You can't. You just not think always, you're you
0: going to. Do you're like,
2: that. I'll just take them with us. And then they're like, Yeah, I don't want to go and I don't like it. So. Yeah, but your
0: life is better now, bro. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You I, wouldn't I, trade I'm, it for anything. No,
1: else, yeah. So. The big picture, of course, man. I'm. He's super like, But would st- I
2: like a weekend? Yes. <laughs> 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 to go back to
1: me. Absolutely. My life is awesome. I'm better for it, you know. So it's great. However, I should have listened to him a little bit more. You said it too. It's like, you don't know, you don't know parenthood until no, you're in it and then not that's at all. when you learn.
2: And every kid is different. So no clue what you're getting into until you get into it. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Date night success or what? Date night success. I think this was a cool chance
2: to cool. get to hang out. Right. It's a lot of, um, It there's such a wide ray of where it could go yep. that I think it's, I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We were, think uh, We should do it again.
2: I think we should do it again. I mean, I think there are some things that, you know, we've talked about before that I would say, um, I think, I think I'm a pretty discerning person. Mm -hmm. And that that I think that um, directions that I, that I think the Lord has for us, that is how I could put it uh, to, there's some things that when you say like, what do you want to be when you grow up that I'm, I'm I'm kind of passionate about, but I don't have a direction to go with it. So, yeah, I think it's cool.
0: So we'll just see where it goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Brent and I were talking before and uh, trying to figure out, you know, what the structure of this was going to be. And I think what's cool about it is there's really not a ton. You get to come in here and just wherever the conversation goes, it goes right. and have a good time with it, you know? So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, super happy to have you guys. Thank you so much for for coming in. And
0: um, Gene, thanks I, for having us, man. Yeah. Powerhouse podcasting. Yes. I dig it. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yep. Hopefully you guys had a good time and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All
0: right, right, buddy. Thanks.
1: All right.